Hello and welcome to your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Calvin Emeka Onwuka. This podcast is um, a Chelsea fans special. It is dedicated to Chelsea fans to come and tell us what they made of the last season under Frank Lampard, what they expect um, for the next season, what they would like, um, basically what they would like done um, in the transfer window and their expectations for the upcoming season. Um, I expect to have quite a number of um, voice notes, WhatsApp voice notes, and then I'll be able to make a few calls and have um, some of Chelsea fans uh, speak to me directly in the board here. So, Chelsea fans, are we ready? Okay, I'll be right back with the voice notes and then... Welcome back to your Sports Memo podcast, Chelsea fans special. Um, I'm going to start uh, with the WhatsApp voice notes. Hi, I'm Sadiq Salami from Lagos, Southwest Nigeria. Uh, the 2019-2020 season for Chelsea uh, actually was a good one. Uh, Champions League qualification, Ivy Cup final uh, participation uh, for a score that uh, it is still going. And for a young side like Chelsea, the good one. Um, Declan Wise, Ben Chilwell and Lewis Dunk. Potentially signing for Chelsea will actually be a great one. Uh, they are top professionals and uh, they have uh, uh, shown that that they know what uh, it takes to play for the big side. And uh, ZH and uh, Timo Werner for Chelsea next season, massive additions to the squad. I just hope uh, they just settle in uh, quite uh, fine. And um, the targets for Chelsea, semi-finals in the Champions League, FA Cup finals, or uh, and uh, a top top two finish in the Premier League, and um, <clears throat> the challenge, what it takes to challenge for titles next season is just uh, not to be complacent and uh, for the team to just remain focused and uh, work very hard. Thank you so much, guys. Hi, my name is Ali Testimony from Nigeria. I would assist Chelsea's 2019-2020 season and the Lampard as a bittersweet one because of how the season ended with the FA Cup loss against Arsenal at Wembley. And irrespective of how they started the season, I, I think coming from that phone defeat against Manchester United, they still had a way to find their way into that top four and qualify for the UEFA Champions League. Hakim Ziyech and Timowena are joining the team. I think it's a huge depth, depth for them because of this equality these two will bring not taking the fact away that both of them start in their respective club in the just past season and the potential signing of Declan Rice and Ben Chewell and Lewis Dunk I think that because of the English experience this this lads have I, I think if these signings really go the right way I think it will be a great addition to the Chelsea setup and give them depth to to, to compete for the silverware next season um, what Chelsea needs to do to be title challenge as necessary, I need them to shop their defense because and their goalkeeping department because many errors came out from that past where um, their defense, okay, they started with the season with Tomori and what time he 
he was and deep, he did he was out of form and they had to set the fourth because Zuma and Antonio Rodrigan not no disrespect to them but that partnership didn't really really like block the goalkeeper from conceding too many goals in the season which actually kept them in the position not actually being titled on them as I think if they like, work on that department it will be very very nice for them to challenge for the season for next season I think what Frank Lampard should target for next season as a coach is to uh, go for silverware because these things are what make a club um, come out on top if you don't challenge for this season title next season I wonder what you'll be doing as a Chelsea manager thank you Hello, my name is Shago and I'm from Nigeria. 2019-20 season of Frank Lampard was good. We, with us losing Ed Nazar with the transfer ban, then the academy boys coming in in Mason Mount, Abraham, Odoi, Christensen, Dr. Chick and uh, Tom Murray. I think we did very well. We did very well. We got to two finals, but we lost. But I think we put in a good shift for those two coming in. Now, on ZH and Vena coming in, I believe our attack is going to be superb next season. It's going to be superb with Vena scoring the goals and ZH giving those passes, set pieces. It's quite good. I'm really excited just because, personally, for ZH, because I think he offers what we've been missing for years. Potential signings of Rice, Chilwell, and Dunk. Personally, I want Rice because he has the captain vibes, the mentality, and he's also versatile. Chilwell coming into um, Frank Lambert likes him and he also has years ahead of him to improve. So definitely he's going to be a good buy. But Dunk, I don't think we really need him that much because the kind of goals he considered last season we were not really much of the defense fault. So the goalkeeper really let us down. So with uh, Rice and Conte coming in, I think we'll, we'll, we'll do pretty well. So if we can just go ahead with the defense that we have already then i think we should be able to do better now the whole lot has to change before we can challenge for the title next season but then the people ahead of us definitely are not, are not sleeping they've been at this project for quite a number of times so we have to take things easy even if you buy well there are many work class players available for now so we just have to take it easy probably after next season then we'll see how we can challenge for the title Hi, my name is Omale Omaolu from Ibadan, Nigeria. Okay, um, how I'll assess the season. In truth, it was a failure. The season is a, is an, is a complete failure. Many will not agree, but even before Lampard was given the job, I told some of uh, Chelsea fans that Lampard coming in as manager will be controversial in in the sense that he's a club legend well loved arguably arguably our most successful player so it will be difficult to access him that's number one number two when people say uh, we had the transfer ban and hazard left it is a myth saying that that will, will affected our our season it's a myth we had quality players available don't forget we had Pulisic we had Giroud we had Bashwai then we had the youth players we have the same back line including goalkeeper except for David Luiz whom 
uh, Lampard sent away from the club on his arrival. So, to say that Hazard left is the reason why we why we didn't perform as we should. For me, I don't accept that. I believe most people are blinded by the fact that uh, Lampard, the love for Lampard has blinded many, to put it that way. So, from that um, quite, um, what's the word, brutal uh, voice note and assessment of Frank Lampard, I go to a call. Um, I go on the call now to a quite passionate Chelsea fan. He's, um, he's um, what would I call it? Uh, he's very objective in his views of the game and he's a friend of the house. He's been on your Sports Memo podcast before. Uh, so it's my pleasure to welcome Ivan Dugan to your Sports Memo podcast, a Chelsea fan edition. Welcome, Ivan. Uh, thank you, Calvin. It's finally great to be on the podcast. <laughs> right. So I, I, I play that. Um, that there's one of yours things that um, the love of Frank Lampard has blinded many people to see his weaknesses. What do you have to say to that? <laughs> Well, um, there's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. But uh-huh. also, it's important for people to it's important for people to also note that football is an emotional sport. True. And just like things, and just like things that get too emotional, people who give you joy tend to have a longer rope in terms of your patience mm. and how much you are willing to accommodate before you can't anymore. Mm. So. Frank Lampard is still being viewed from that light of having served Chelsea for a very long time and arguably being the club's best player ever. Plus mm. the fact that he was the, is the club's top scorer in its history. Mm. So you can understand why some Chelsea fans have been quiet about Frank Lampard. You can understand why they have decided to give him another season before a full judgment or a full assessment. Uh, and the better one, more objective one, is even made. And more importantly, and thirdly, mm. the fact that Chelsea didn't have anybody to buy in the past two transfer windows also influenced fans in waiting out. So when people say Chelsea fans are quite emotional, I can't see uh, how Frank Lampard has taken Chelsea a few steps back. I, I can understand where that's coming from, but they also need to understand that this is a man that served Chelsea, gave the club it all, and in just one season, you do not expect fans to turn on him because no trophy came in. Besides, the most important target was achieved, which was qualified for the UEFA Champions League. Right. This is... This is I, I am from a, a completely different vintage. I come from a generation where... We expect managers to stay long. We expect managers to stay minimum, minimum three years before they start giving them grief. Why on earth should anybody start giving Frank Lampard grief? Seriously, what, 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 why? You see, <clears throat> I asked, Ivan, let me ask you this, this question that I've asked yeah. a, few, yeah. a few people. Um, Five year, four years ago, no, no, I mean, three years ago, would you have bought Gigi Wijnaldum, Fabinho, Jordan Henderson, 
for Chelsea if you were given the money? Yes or no, please? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I would three, have bought Henderson though. Three, I would have bought Henderson. Okay, three years ago, but at that time, three years ago, or was it five years ago, Henderson was being offered to Fulham. Henderson. Oh yes, he didn't have a <laughs> first. The first few seasons at Liverpool weren't good, but the boy I saw at Sunderland back then yes. showed me that he had great determination and he just needed a bit of guidance. Okay, right. So uh, let me pro- pro- progress this. Liverpool paid 30 million or thereabout for Sadio Mane. They paid 11 million. Let me repeat 11 million for uh, Bobby Firmino. I think they paid 35 million for Salah. Now, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Liverpool have become this yardstick. For, for, for everything, great. They've made ninety-seven points and ninety-nine points back to back. Right. Yeah. Now, there was something. There was something. Um, um, Jurgen Klopp said, "What the night after they were they won the title, he said that he's still grateful to the people who were patient." enough through the process why is it that Chelsea fans are so impatient well it it stems from from the Roman era the the hiring and firing of managers which has to be fair worked for the club yes, yes. so Chelsea's second manager mid-season end of the season they win the FA Cup or mm. You know, the FA Champions League or the FA League, mm. and the fans are happy. Mm. And that trophy at the end of the season justifies the earlier sack. And so, mid season, when it looks as if things will not be won, mm. fans can then become impatient. And because there's a formula that has worked over <laughs> the years, <laughs> one that they are used to, they start calling for that formula to be implemented. Again. Because yeah. fans right now, will take trophies over steady progress and that that is where i differ now i used to be i used to be such a fan for where i always wanted a trophy i don't know the season but all of that changed in um 2013 2014 season because i realized that you need to build a team mm. that would be at the top and we'll be able to challenge for at least six to eight years mm. you look at that first chelsea team from 2004 when Jose Moreno came in to 2012 when he eventually won the Champions League it was the same spine that began the season in 2004 that that won the Champions League eventually in 2012 and that team competed for the Premier League and major major trophies for a sustained period of time Chelsea right now do not compete for trophies every time you win a trophy this season, the next the next season, they are fighting to stay in the top four or even uh, stay in the top ten. So, I'll take building a team right now mm. over winning a trophy this season and then the next season you are struggling for survival or you are struggling to qualify for the top four. And that's, that's, that's something that, that's a mentality that needs to, to change. And um, I think that with this current Chelsea setup, mm. with the board, 
before Clapper coming through, with the signings that are being made, young players who are already established internationals. I think they are trying to go back to that earlier period in Roman's uh, early coming. Mm. Because when you look at teams like Liverpool, you look at Manchester City, mm. you, you've seen them for the past four years competing at the highest level of football. You want your club to always compete. You cannot always win, but you can always compete. And I'll take that over winning a trophy this season and then struggling the next. It, it, briefly, if you can, if you were, how would you, um, how would you summarize or what, what? How would you summarize the last season under under Frank? Um, what season was? It was okay. It was okay. Uh, it, it wasn't. A failure. It mm-hmm. wasn't also a runaway success. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most important thing for me, uh, as regards assessing Frank Lampard, is are there has he shown any promising signs that he can develop into a very good manager and lead Chelsea to trophies at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. I think he's on the right track. Um, it's it's not easy when you lose half of the source of your goals the previous season it's not it's not easy uh replacing frank uh i said frank Lampard. it's not easy replacing edin hazard and still going ahead to qualify for the top four yes other teams like spurs leicester city uh they did not play to their very best and even leicester that did at some point filled up due to injuries and loss of form uh, luckily for chelsea as well nobody took advantage of mm. all of its slumps so they qualified for the Champions League. That's fine. But I think Lampard has shown some promising signs. Mm. The area I fear for Frank Lampard is his defensive setup. I because of Frank Lampard, I, I watched uh like say fifteen matches of Derby County the, during his time there. Yeah. I watched all of their playoff I watched their playoff games and then I watched uh about ten or so in the league. And one thing that was Derby County's major problem defending set pieces and also when they attack the the the, the opposition counter always seem to catch them out and the same thing was evident at Chelsea last season so he needs to clearly work on his defensive shape the way he wants to play mm. I think he wants to play a natural defensive midfielder mm-hmm. with two uh, with two offensive-minded midfielders, but one of which can, can can have the energy to go from box to box. And I think okay. that is what he would try to ensure that Mr. Mount does going into next season, especially with Kai Havertz coming in. And so I'm not surprised that Chelsea has been linked with Declan Rice, who can sit in front of the back four mm-hmm. and then allow the two full-backs to join up in the attack. That was he, he did that a lot at Derby County with Harry Wilson, Mason Mount and uh, Tom do mm. that very well for them in the middle of the park mm. and then the fullbacks were always joining the uh, the attack. I think he wants to play like that. He wants to play on the front foot. And for him to do that he needs somebody that will that, that will shepherd that defense very, very well. He needs a good natural defensive midfielder but more importantly he needs to get his organization right. Because without him organizing that defensive setup, especially mm. when the team is on the front foot, mm. I think that Chelsea would need to concede a lot of goals. Okay. Um, 
I did ask very briefly, Ivan, but okay. Um, <laughs> going, um, going into with all these um, big names who have been linked to Chelsea, um, let's yeah. see, let's work on the premise that um, the people you desire and Chelsea get them. What will represent um, success for Super Frank and Chelsea next season for you? A top three finish and a deep run, a deep run in the Champions League with either the FA Cup or League Cup trophies. Hmm. So you you know another thing I have to ask you this another thing about Chelsea fans that I notice is a total yeah. total disdain for experienced players. This is the way they go on about um, Chuck Cesar, Chuck. Um, throw away Jorginho and all of that it, it amuses me to no end I, I remember um, at the beginning of the season I was uh, I was in Istanbul at the uh, Super Cup game and fortunately yeah. fortunately for us the, the, the position in the media tribune gives you fantastic view of the stadium of how the players were set up and I remember thinking I remember thinking so this is the player I was talking about Jorginho and and um, and Cesar. That these are the players that Chelsea fans want to leave. That these are the experienced people who are constantly speaking. They are the ones who are constantly talking. They are the ones who who um, get the young players to to play. It, see, I remember when um, um, early in the season, just after the lockdown, when it seemed like David yeah. Luiz was being rubbish at Arsenal. I, I, I thought, nah, I thought I won't get rid of David Lewis because he knows that he needs <laughs> the experience to be able to guide these young, to be able to guide the young players. So, I don't know. I, Declan Rice is not bad. Declan Rice is athletic, but he still does know, he won't come with the experience of, of Jorginho to start with. Yes. Well, he wouldn't come with Jorginho's experience. I also think that they are Two of them are very, very different players and offer different things. Mm. Uh, the, the the major issue with Jorginho's style of play is he doesn't fit into every system. Right. He, in, in terms of high plays, his system is very, very limited. And that is something I see Frank Lampard wanting to get out from. He doesn't want to play in that system where everything has to go through Jorginho, where he dictates the mm, play. Mm. And also, he's not the best tackler of the ball. He's not, his recovery rate quite poor. So, he, he's not your traditional defensive midfielder. The defensive midfielder that Chelsea fans have been used to, the Mikel Obis, the Michael Essiens of this world. So, he, they, they aren't used to seeing a player like Jorginho. Jorginho will thrive more in a system that is still on mid for him where he is the one who play goes through all the time like we saw at Napoli mm. and even in games that he's played for Italy mm. he really hasn't owned the midfield like like we like to say he really hasn't excelled in leaps and bounds and people have likened him to Pelo but they are two different players yes, entirely they are. They are Pelo different. was Pelo was, was levels above Torchino yeah. and Pelo 
could also play in different systems. I'll, most likely because he started off as an attack-minded midfielder, yes. and then he developed into a deep-line playmaker as he grew older. But Jorginho started there, and you know he's he's, he's not athletic. Mm. He's not. Um, the best tackler, like I said. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's quite limited. When Chelsea were on the up early on in the season, winning games, scoring, he was playing well. If you notice his two seasons at, at Stamford Bridge, mm. he started very, very well. But whenever the team goes on a bad run of form, mm. he's always the one that fans begin to call for first. Because that is when you begin to see how much of a liability he can be defensively. So you're not scoring goals. You have to keep the impact at the back. He doesn't help in doing that. He's a good leader. I mean, I, I like his leadership abilities. I also like the fact that Frank Lampard made him vice-captain at the start of the season. But ultimately, when it comes to playing 38 games in a season, you need somebody who will turn up for way more than half of those games. You need somebody who will be able to shield the back for very well. And given his limitations, I do not think that he has a future at Stamford Bridge. The only problem, the only reason I see why he might stay mm. is if there is no buyer for him. And that also tells, that also speaks a lot. He's a fantastic quality, but how many clubs seem to be interested in him today? Not many. Why? Because of his limitations. When Sarri was at Juventus, before he was fired two weeks ago, Chelsea mm. fans were excited that, oh, Sarri was still at Juventus, perhaps he could try to get the club to buy Jorginho. But right now, since Sarri was sacked, nobody has come forth with any talk about Jorginho leaving Stamford Bridge. Okay. So it's quite difficult to, to, it's difficult to move him on. We'll see. I won't be surprised if another club in Italy um, um, comes in for him. It won't surprise me at all, because like you said, his quality on the ball and uh, Serie A, um, uh, in terms of the speed of play, would always um, yeah. suit him. Anyway, Ivan, thank you so, so, so very much for coming on your Sports Memo podcast. We should do more of this. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes, definitely. Looking forward to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Ivan. Thank you. All right, thanks. Yeah, that was Ivan Dugan in Lagos, Nigeria. And from there, I come over to London in the UK to speak to um, one of the pre, pre-Roman pre Abramovich Chelsea fans that I, I know, one of the very few actually, uh, to, to ask him for his contribution to this Your Sports Memo Chelsea Fans episode. Um, welcome to your Sports Memo Podcast, Olubenga Abidekun, also known as Abidex. Thank you very much, Emeka, for inviting me to your podcast. Right. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here for the very first time. I know I'll be shy in a way, but uh, it's a wonderful opportunity today to actually speak about my dearly beloved Chelsea. Okay, very quickly, um, what have you made of Frank Lampard's first season? Um, it's a mishmash, a bit of happiness because he's a great uh, player coming back to the club. But I don't necessarily agree with all he has done at the club. Um, so far, so good. We're giving him, okay, it's a first year 
at the club as a manager. But so far so good. I think he's just average. I really don't think he's done above average. He he's had uh, he didn't come into a team that hasn't won anything. He came to a winning team, to a team that knows how to win, and I think he's messed up with the. Uh, uh, more like our feelings rather than the football on the pitch. He's he's put players in, and uh, when they're playing well, he's taking them out. I don't know why he's doing that, and then they never reappear in the team. Coming back into the team, they don't play as well as they did when he's taking them out, and uh, that's what I've seen generally. A mishmash. We don't have a known team on the pitch. I mean, every day we're wondering, oh, is he going to play this? Is he going to play that? Is he going to play this person? I mean, come on, William. William should be on our team anytime he's fit. But hey, that goes for William. He's gone now. Uh, same for when others were playing at their peak. I don't know what uh, he did to Tammy. Tammy was on was firing on all cylinders and all of a sudden he started firing blanks you know and that's what I've seen about what he's uh, tinkering techniques on the team it's not done well he, he's taking a team that was fired sorry yeah you give people chances and they're firing on all cylinders you keep them in the team um, sorry for the people that have that haven't played but when someone is firing you don't take him off Okay, okay. What what you've surely you've um, you've been reading about? Um, we know the players have already come in. Um, Timo Werner has come in. Zayek has come in from Ajax. Um, Kai Havertz is being rumored to be on his way. So um, typical Chelsea, Roma Abramovich, Chelsea. You're hovering up um, a talent. Now, if Frank gets all of these players. And um, he, this next season, what would you demand of him and team? I'm actually sorry to say that if he gets all these players mentioned so far, mm. we're actually going to get the same result. Is that we right? are going to be average because we don't have a backline. We don't have. The last, the back five is totally useless. It's not that they're bad players, mm. but they're not coordinated from the keeper to the back four. We don't have a back line. Uh, I don't think the personnel is the problem. I, they're not just given confidence. Uh, a player doesn't just become bad all of a sudden. Alonso was wonderful in taking us forward. Yes, it's not so good defensively, but it wasn't a problem. Now, Alonso is at best an average player. Same with uh, uh, what's his name, Christensen and uh, yeah, Christensen's drop of form is very is surprising it, to it, me. It, it, exactly, that's the thing. So the backline is not that they're bad individually; they're mm. not bad individually, but there's something wrong. I think him and Jody Morris are too much of a midfield attacking player, and I think their style is attacking minded. Uh, all. All, our, all goes against us are mostly set pieces. We don't know how to defend set pieces anymore. And that's what we used to be known for. We used to have a solid defense. We never used to letting goals. Even pre-Jose, we never used to letting goals. That was what we were good at. But now, it seems like we can't even put a back line, even a two centre-backs. Uh, left back has been a problem since uh, Ashley Cole left that place. 
we haven't been able to find a left back since Ashley Cole. We've had all sorts of people come and go, but we need a permanent one. We are putting uh, Ivanovic, and then we've gone down to Captain Wonderful back to moving him to the right, from right to left. He's actually a centre back, you know, and that's the problem. They're spending this big money, and I'm thinking, you're, you're so, not improving our. They're not really improving the team, as far as I'm concerned. They're just keeping us on the same level. Hmm. Okay. Um, briefly, if you if you can, um, what where do you expect Chelsea to finish next season? Bear in mind that you're not you don't think that all these new players would um, necessarily improve the team, and also probably because other clubs were going to improve. There are a lot. So where would you expect? What what would you expect to happen next season for Chelsea? Uh, I, really and truly, I'm looking at anything between third and sixth. That's 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 really my that's a, a very good uh, appraisal of what I'm expecting within third and sixth. Oh, but of course, I would support us. I would want us to be forced, but I don't think we can do it because currently even if liverpool loses momentum it will take them to about december before they can lose the current moment momentum they have mm-hmm. city i don't know i don't think city is going to lose form because they're used to at least doing well in the league mm-hmm. uh united came back strong they're still strong maybe they'll be flattened by the fact that they lost in the europa cup but and then you've got Leicester. Leicester is also consistent, you know. And then you've got the West Brom and the Tottenham's coming in. Uh, for me, they need to buy at least two set, two people at the back line, a left back and a centre back, you know. And then you should stop tinkering with our players. If the cent- if the back line is consistent, at least they know what mistakes that person is going to make. Mm-hmm. And Rudy really needs to go. A bit of a gongo player. He's good, but it, it seems like he doesn't listen when we are losing. <laughs> listen, all right, uh, Abidex. Thank you for uh, joining the Chelsea fans episode of your Sports Memo podcast. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Take care. Bye. So from Abidex in London, I go to Lagos, Nigeria to speak to another Chelsea fan, um, Latifa Adebayo Ohio, as we call her. Mm-hmm. Fatil to her numerous, numerous thousands and thousands of followers on them on Twitter. Fatil, welcome to your Sports Memo, the Chelsea fans episode. Yay! I'm dancing right now. What? Really dancing. What's that about? <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> right. Okay. Super Frank, um, your manager, the Chelsea manager. Uh, I, there's a, there's a mm-hmm. voice note I played earlier in the program where a Chelsea fan says that a lot of you Chelsea fans are, are blinded by the love for Frank, the footballer. Um, so you don't see his weaknesses as Frank, the manager. Do you agree to that? Well, if there are many people who are blinded by that fact, I don't think I'm one of those. 
because even when it was announced um, sometime last year that uh, Frank Lampard will be the next coach of the team, I was really wary, you know, I was skeptical of his capability to be the coach of such a big club. Having been in term, um, having been a manager for just a short while himself, so I only give him a chance. It's not as if I'm blinded or anything. When I see what, so far I've seen what he's capable of, and I think there is time to improve. But at the same time, I can't cut him any slack when he's found wanting. Wait, see, as I said to Ivan earlier. I come from a generation of a generation of fans who who are used to um, managers getting three years to to be able to um, get their feet under the table and then be judged uh, properly. But these days, it looks like it looks like just one season, and um, fans are not uh, ready to to allow a manager time to breathe. Chelsea fans especially so. Why are you guys like this? Okay, first of all, you understand, you agree with me that the, the team and the club itself for the past, let's say, better of 20 years now, has been built on a, on a foundation of you either get the job done or you get sacked. Mm. So I think it has now grown into the system and onto the fans as well so it has more or less become the culture at Chelsea mm. so um, now I think right now when uh, we've seen a lot of things happen in terms of financial fair play yeah. uh, some kind of uh, FIFA stamping uh, FIFA and UEFA stamping or uh, too much um, money being pumped into teams I think now Chelsea has started thinking differently and that is why they want to start afresh with uh, Frank Lampard. So really, um, Chelsea fans should really just calm down really. Uh, at least <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I also want him to do well and I won't be happy if it doesn't do well. And also I'll be, uh, I'll be anxious, I'll be anxious to see him do well. So in two years, for in two years, I'll give him time to get his team together, get him settled, and then by the third season, that is when I'll be asking too much yeah. of Frank Lampard. For, yeah. But for now, let him just help us get those uh, bragging rights in place so that we don't become the license stock in, this, in, the, um, in the league. So that's all I can ask from uh, Frank Lampard right now. I can ask really right now, this is just his uh, first season, so mm. I can't really ask for too much. Whoever is asking for too much from Frank Lampard right now is not being realistic at all. So you, you, in your in your assessment of his first season, then you you will say, um, what would you say? Your assessment of his first season. Uh, I'll say I'll give him a pass. Really, um, mm. I spoke to a friend of mine. The only reason why um, I will say that he didn't do exactly well is because we ended up in fourth place behind Manchester United. When we previously had an upper hand to, to finish at third place mm -hmm. and also perhaps cope um, the FA Cup title as well. Mm. So that's the only areas, grey areas, where I think I will not... Uh, 
that I'm not happy with Frank Lampard. But the rest of it, I think I'll give him a pass. He's just a newbie, so why not give him a time to to grow on the job? Which I, I have always wanted to ask Chelsea fans this. Why were you people so impatient with Mauricio Sarri? Why? This guy ended up coming third and winning the Europa League quite Europa League final quite comfortably. But yeah, he was he was practically handed out of the club. What was his offense? Uh, no, I I didn't get the question correctly. What what was Sari's offense? He he came third. He Oh Sari, oh no 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 don't talk about Sari. Sari is a man of the past. Sari Sari played heart attack football. <laughs> He was too strong-headed. He was too uh, straight-jacketed. He didn't have a lot of options in terms of managing the team. Mm. And that was his undoing. So I think that that's all about that, really. That was his undoing at Chelsea. Even when Chelsea were winning stuff, you could see the... You could see how uncomfortable it was for them to win the title or the game at the end of it all. So I don't think Chelsea fans has have the heart or even the, the management have the heart to continue with Sari. Else everybody would be dead by now. <laughs> okay. Alright. So next season, um, you have Werner, you have Zayt. Um there are so many others who um you seem lined up this looks like the summer of 2003 all over again when Roman decides mm. to to stay in his lawn and, and shoot yeah. and shoot cash at uh, various clubs yep. for their players let's assume yeah. Super Frank gets everybody he wants what for you will represent success next season? Win at least a title even if it is the EFL Cup mm. and um, doing better in the Premier League <coughs> and against top uh, teams last season Chelsea hardly ever won games against the top uh, let's say the top four mm. I can count in one hand how many matches they won against the top uh, clubs <clears throat> so I really want him to look into that and improve in that and that would be like success for me and the way we'll be able to manage this new talent and the ones he already has right now mm-hmm. how it will manage them to give him that results needed. We've seen times without number where he's meant to start Giroud that will pump in the goals, then he he falls uh, for um, Abraham instead. And we've seen times where he was meant to bring on someone that will change the the outlook of the team on the pitch, mm. but he will go for somebody entirely different. I'm looking forward to seeing him discard a lot of players. Ross Barkley, uh, we don't know if Jorginho, there's any way we can discard him. There are so many other players that can be discarded in the team so that to give space for the new recruits and perhaps maybe one or two talents that are coming in from uh, the, the lesser hierarchy of the team. So, mm. success for me next season for Frank Lampard, number one, on do better against the top teams. Uh, number two, at least win a title. That's the EFL Cup because remember this this uh, past season mm-hmm. he didn't have the personnel. 
he didn't have the ability to sign players and in the end he was able to get to the FA Cup final mm. and do well in the EFL Cup at least uh, I think to the quarterfinal stage or thereabout so I think this time around that he has signed players and he will still sign more players should be able to at least make a title however lead to I'm not going to push above my belt right now but mm. that is exactly what I want him to do and do well well and Get a goalkeeper and get a goalkeeper. Get a goalkeeper at least, even if it is a young goalkeeper that will <laughs> give Kepa a run for his money. Kepa is young though. And he is young, but you can also get someone that is as well talented as him or close to him, someone that has character that will give you a run for his for his money. And that defense line everybody has been talking about it. I'm sure he himself knows the defense line has been in shambles all through that season. So I'm sure they are looking at signing one or two defenders, which we haven't seen right now, but I'm sure they will because without a better defender next season, mm. I think it will still be the same old story for Chelsea. Wow. Fatil, thank you so very much for being a part of your Sports mm. Memo podcast, the Chelsea Fans Edition. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. My pleasure, always. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, bye. So, from Fatil Latifa Dibayo, I would go um, to another voice note. This time, I think he says it's from Ibadan in Nigeria. It's Akin Akinche. I stay in Ibadan. How dare we? This season, I think, is a B. We did well. We played well. We got to the Alpha Cups we got top four. My expectation was not this level, but we got here. I can't just say I'm grateful to Lampard and to the team for trying it. It was a transition season. Season we couldn't sign players, but still we brought the teams up, which is nice for me. On regards to and Ziyech and when signing Brilliant. I love when I can play across all the front three and the proving goal scorer so I don't have to think about it he's going to have his patches when he's not going to score but you know he's going to score and ZH is a creating playmaker he's a playmaker I think that's what we need someone who could playmake in the attacking line who could create chances and get in ZH so good then and regarding the three English time being next Dunk Rice Chidwell if you bring them in they're good players they're talented players they're fit and it's good to have English players it's good to have Cup players, British, driving British core in the team, the ones that are going to be there to fight for the team when the team is going on a bad patch. The ones who know the meaning of playing for a club, of English club and have roots within the club, so I don't have an issue with that. What do you expect next season? I think a top three Champions League quarterfinals, maybe win one of the cups, will not be a bad thing to have. And regarding improving what I think to improve the team, I think I think we just need to be more compact. People talking about our defense for sure, but I think compactability is the key. If Chelsea gets the to be too compact and fix our midfield where we can dominate the ball, we should not just be a possession team, we should be an attacking team like we should deal more with vertical passes rather than horizontal. And I think we'll be fine. Hi, my name is Sylvia KG, aka Offside, and this is my review of the Chelsea 2019-2020 season under Frank Lampard. 
Chelsea season on the Lampard, I would give it a good. Fair enough, could have been better, but fair enough, greater than expected. Hakim Ziyech and uh, Timo Werner to Chelsea, good signing. I'm very, very, uh, very, very much eager to see how they would perform. And um, I'm optimistic. Exciting times ahead, entertaining football, great mentality as well. Uh, Rise, Chiwell, Dunk, linked to Chelsea, I think uh, they are overpriced. Uh, that's certainly because they're English players. I wouldn't want to see Chiwell to Chelsea. Uh, Rice, maybe, yes, I like his mentality. Uh, Dunk, uh, just here or there, I'm indifferent about him. Uh, when it comes to uh, challenging for the title next season, I think that may be a little bit far fetching for uh, Chelsea. I mean, Lampard will just be in his third season. I think, yeah, maybe uh, a more convincing um, place, yes, certainly in the Champions League, maybe win a cup here or there, go further in the Champions League, not necessarily win it. Uh, that would be a good one for me, but the title may be a far fetch uh, for Chelsea. Then, when it comes to yeah, that's with regards to the goal for next season. I think that was the goal that was set for Frank Lampard uh, next season. Yes, that's my review. Yes, now from Sylvia EKG's voice note, I will nick over to Maryland in Washington DC um, to speak to Shane Onigbine. Um, Shimon has um, uh, been gracious enough to offer us some minutes uh, from his tight schedule. Um, welcome to your Sports Memo podcast, Shimon. It's a pleasure being here. Um, yeah, I'm glad to be part of this. Thank you. Right. Um, as a Chelsea fan, um, what, if you can, what have you made of Frank Lampard, Super Frank's first season? Um, well, you have to look at the context. Um, we we were the, one of our best, our best player. I mean, Eden Hazard leave. Wait, 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 wait. Why are you people always saying this? This best player leaving. Please, look at the start. Hazard was responsible for forty nine percent of goals, Chelsea's goals, goals and assists in a season. So if you have a big uh, hole like that, mm. I mean, you have to rationalize the opportunity. And I'm not saying every other person in the team is bad. At least we still made top four, even mm. without that, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I mean, I think Chelsea fans, a lot of things are changing in the mindset. Mm. You know, this whole eye at fire cycle. Everybody feels it's becoming a little bit wasteful. Okay. And the the owner is not willing to invest, you know, as as much as we everyone thought he would, would continuously uh, do, you know, in those times where he was always buying everybody up. And now players are now, you know, you find your um, job was twenty thirty million pounds. I mean, Robin was sixty million pounds. It was easy to buy a couple of hundred million pounds. You have five players. Mm. Now even two hundred million pounds will not get you three top level quality players. So you can't go on that uh, spending spree and the club is also trying to balance it to books mm. so I mean and if you look at the Chelsea's buys from from the second season of um, of Conte mm-hmm. we had to buy drink water we had bought Bakayoko we bought um, I mean Batswai <laughs> we had uh, we had, I mean look at all that mess I mean um, at the end of the we bought Murata at the end of the day um, none came true I mean I mean and then so at, the, at this point 
and the Georgian club effect is also wearing on the club, which is you need to think much more long term. Yes. You know, invest in a project, a five year project. Um, where you're able to gradually bring young players on board and and, and grow them into it like a colossus, you know, um, which is something you've seen Liverpool uh, been able to handle. Mm. Um, they've, they've, they've quietly applied not just buying superstars, not just because we want the Christian Ronaldo for the books, mm. um, but we want to know that we have a goalkeeping problem. We put it, we put that list in there. We have a defense problem. Put the Van Dijk, and I think that's what Chelsea is also going through right now um, at this point. Yeah. Just a gradual re-engineering, um, gradual re-engineering of this, um, and I think that's what um, would define the, the Chelsea approach in the market. Even this this transfer window does mm-hmm. not fix all Chelsea's problems right now. I mean, no matter how it is, we're not we're maybe possibly buy three top players. We buy four two already. Maybe we're going to get a, a left back. Maybe possibly adverse because there's a lot of hype around that. I'm, I'm not too enthusiastic, but everybody says I should say it. I'm like, we're putting 90 million pounds or 80 million pounds down for a guy. It has to come true. And I get worried about young players. Um, if, you're buying a, if you're buying a Kevin De Bruyne now, mm-hmm. you know what you're getting. You know, if you're buying, um, if you're buying a 21-year-old player, I mean, emotional family can be, a lot of things can go wrong. Yes. Um, at that age, yeah, um, and, and, but, but it's still fine. The club wants to take that gamble because they want to assemble a group of young, talented club. And I think that's where the mood of the club is right now. Um, bring a Navez, bring a Chiwell at 23, bring a, maybe a Rice at 21, and mm-hmm. gradually in two years, be able to mold them um, into a world-class team and be able to, that over a longer period of time, mm. be able to be able to keep them and the club is able to be more successful. And that's what Liverpool has done much more. Um, in a way, um, and I think Chelsea's thinking that way. So um, the, the gap between Chelsea, and Man City, and Liverpool is there for a reason. Like Lampard said mm. at the end of the season, um, when look at us, we conceded 54 goals last season. Um, and we even do that. Chelsea even had one of the highest, of third highest number of shots in the league, which means that our conversion rate is really, really poor. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, we have a winner now. We have a ZH now. That should be good. Well, the defensive side, um, you also need to improve that significantly, and you will not, you might not be able to change all of that with them on window. So I'm not expecting us to like grab the Premier League title realistically next year. Maybe we can be so if we have over 30 points between Chelsea and Liverpool, I'm expecting to see oh, maybe we are 10 points close now. Um, they will now have this one transfer window again in summer. It's now fully maybe come come square come, and balance up the team effectively. Um, so that's the, and the second thing also has to do with Lampard himself. So, you know, I mean, I mean, who, who gets who gets, who gets a Chelsea job after just one year in management? I mean, um, that sounds very very interesting. I mean, and so yeah, I feel that he's still learning mm. um, because there were some times in the season. I mean, last season we could not balance the attacking and the defense. Mm. And if you look at teams like Bayern Munich that try to play an eye line. There's, there's some tactical decisions that they employ that they're able to balance both fronts. I mean, and even Liverpool plays an high line in some sort of see times when they see that the team is, you know, is sucked in and it's a, a low block game. So, but what Chelsea does those times, and when you see when you watch the game against West Ham, or even when the first game against Manchester United when the team lost 4 0, mm. was going all the way high up and somehow not being able to find the rhythm when you have to defend in numbers. And a lot of times, the team is also not defending in numbers. You see when Liverpool. I know, or even my when they're they on the back foot and, they are, and there's a counter going on, it's the entire team drawing back to defend. Not just the 
the two central defenders drawing back to the press. Um, the entire team is, is racing to the block. Um, and I think there has to be some tactical discipline uh, and maybe some defence um, tactics that Lampard even himself has to learn or has to find a way to find a balance between but what what I um, what I'm getting from you and I've gotten from quite a number of um, um, older Chelsea fans is there there seems to be an admission, a realization that Chelsea are probably trying to go away from the hiring and firing that you're now actually following through on processes and trying to build long term so you've actually yeah, yeah. yeah you've said um, um stuff to that effect so for you then given this it means that you are probably more you're going to be more patient with um super frank is that is that right yeah <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe we won't be more patient um uh, in, in the past maybe three years we've lost to finals so last not um so at the point we have to start uh, accepting that uh, the stardust, you know, has, has gradually peeled off. Um, mm. um, we don't buy the most expensive players in recent times. I mean, we bought Drinkwater at 35 million. We bought Bakayoko. <laughs> we bought, um, we don't bought Bakayo, You're very upset Lucas. about this, aren't you? Even today was, 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 a, was a product of, of, of Sari's phenomenon. And no one really wants to take him off, off Chelsea right now. Uh, um, and we also have Sari's uh, journey ended in the season. In Juventus. So, um, in a way, um, the club now accepts that he has to be much more patient in building. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I mean, I recently met I mean, someone like a Chelsea man who's like, like just like a family heritage to him. So, and I was just complaining about the team and how things have gone wrong. And, and then the guy calmed down. We were just a mid-table club and got saved by racial money. And you guys are just all over your heads. And, and you know, you need to. We need to. We can continue. Wait, look, the Chelsea has paid close to hundred million pounds as as compensation for for sacking coaches. Yeah. In the time of Abraham Mourinho, <laughs> I mean, we have to pay them humongous fees. I mean, Conte himself and Zidane just got over 21, 25 million pounds. Mourinho got two cycles. Um, um, AVB, um, Adrian Lajbo has got a whole lot of money, mm. you know, to give us during the time too. Um, so some sort of way, um, it's. It's, 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 and Abramovic, I mean, the new mantra with Marina, um, who is the, who leads the club now, is that we need not, we just don't have to keep, can't give him back to the, uh, the Abramovic say, you know, supplement the income of the club. Mm. The club itself needs to be self-sustaining. And if it's going to be that way, we need um, to gradually accept that we have to be much more organic. You know, um, and, and I think, and I think that's just the way going forward if we, if we really want to progress that can last. And I think there's for Chelsea there's nothing there's a lot to prove. But I mean you in last year won five Premier League clubs as Abraham time you won maybe close to five PFA Cups, you won the Champions League, you mm-hmm. won uh, mm-hmm. maybe League Cup. I mean, how much are you going to keep distorting because you want to prove a point? I mean so why don't you just quietly build something that can last for another five years? You can take it to and, and somehow a part of you may not may not accept the Lampard might be the one to take us there, you know. I, and, I, and I'm just being honest here. Mm. I really respect his work, but, um, but I, I also feel that if he doesn't, if he doesn't rethink the law of his tactical approach, mm. especially when it is, 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 a, is, a, is a two-one situation or even a 
in the one zero situation and how you try to balance attack. I mean, we can lose against West Ham I mean, a few weeks ago. Mm. We are on two two. They could have actually taken managed the way to take it. And we went all the way high away line. Then before you know Antonio was just charging us at the back and before you know we three two down. I mean, so some sort of way. Um he also has to you know, I mean if he has to come to a point that he can assemble the team like you are planting the tree but you might not enjoy the shade. Mm. Um, so I, I mean, unless he himself is able to step up his tactical awareness, you know, I mean, due to last season was a roller coaster. We beat Tottenham on the way, but we lost to West Ham on the way. You know, we could not even defeat Portsmouth. I mean, we, I mean, we had a win against Arsenal in their in their house with three mm. Chelsea. I mean, it, it was just that you can't even clearly say. So we now became some sort of like a Robin Hood kind of system where you know we kind of will say what exactly the, the goal line or the goal the score line was going to be at the day. Um, so it's, and if you are going to be a team that wins the trophy, mm. it's a question of consistency. And Man City and Liverpool are taking it to the next level. I mean, you win the league now with 97.98 points, 100 points. I mean, just even his glorious days to it was 95 points. I mean, so in a way. The stats are so high. You need to literally be able to beat everybody on a single day in the Premier League. And so, in a way, that's the common sort of patience. And I'm willing to be patient. I don't look so much to this season. I feel like this is really qualities to see where the gaps are. You mm-hmm. see a bit of gap. We can't be starting out. Might be more injured, so you need someone to sit in much more sitting in central defense. Can you replace that in his window? I don't think so. The central defense carrying no one is too sure of the quality. Maybe it's more obvious next season. Um, but I think on the attack side we'll be fine. So I feel that we'll still make a decent third, you know, or second. But beyond that, it's just to look much more deeply about what exactly we need to do, which is be much more patient, yeah. And also be much more practical aware. So you have done brilliantly. I I wish we could do this um, for a lot longer, but I'm sure as the season when the season starts, um, we'll probably we'll probably get you um, on again um, when you're away from the political arena, so we can um, dis- yeah. discuss more and more of this. Listen, thank you so very much for coming on your Sports Memo Podcast, the Chelsea Fan Special. Thank you. Thank you so much, I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Bye.